you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and joining me again for a wonderful, wonderful subject is Reverend Carrie Ann Barron from Alberta. Now, Carrie Ann is the founder of White Light Metaphysical Center. She is a spiritual counselor and certified angel guide who specializes in helping people trust their intuition and connect to their non-physical guides and the non-physical self, the non-physical elements of this world. This is her specialty. And she joins us again here today on Decide to Transform. Carrie Ann, welcome back. Hello, hello. It's great to be here. This is fun. And I'm really looking forward to this because this is a subject that a lot of people are curious about. So why don't we jump right into how you work with and help people? How do you help people connect to non-physical guides? Mm -hmm. I love that question. <laughs> it's so amazing. Um, honestly, one of the, the, there, obviously there's a lot to it, but the way I start is just by getting them to tell me all of their thoughts and their feelings, what, what challenges they're coming up with, just to sort of get those juices flowing and sort of where, where do they see themselves. So, you know, so many of us say, so how are you doing? And you say, good. And you're like, what does that mean? So mm -hmm. I always ask mm -hmm. them, what does good look like to you today? Right? So I get them to start thinking deeper. And and then uh, there's there's a couple of different processes. There's prayers, there's breathing meditations, um, but it's really just getting them to connect to their inner voice without even realize that that's what they're doing. Okay. As as they loosen up and they start to to think, you can tell whether they're when I'm looking at them on video, I can tell whether they're thinking with their their mind or whether it's their heart. You can really pick up, a, I can pick up a lot of cues as to how they're receiving the information, even if they don't know that they're receiving information. So the very first thing I do is sort of figure out where they're coming from, if that makes sense. Well, it does make sense to me, but let's delve a little bit deeper into this. Yeah, because um, how, uh, how, how frequent is it that, that someone has difficulty connecting to this inner voice? Mm. Well, first they have to trust themselves. So if there's any doubt or there, um, we've talked about collapsed energy or negative energy thoughts, mm -hmm. anytime that you're having those negative feelings in your life, yeah, there's actually that illusion of separation. There's, there's a disconnect between higher self or higher wisdom and, and your ego. So in this day and age, a lot of us are not really connected. There's a lot of people that aren't really connected to that innate wisdom within themselves, the innate wisdom around them. So 
if they start off the conversation in a victim mindset or a complaining mindset or, a, oh, I wish this didn't happen to me or I wish this could happen to me, they're typically disconnected from, from their intuition. Okay. Well, I was very interested in something you said just a moment ago is you help people to make this connection, connect to their intuition without realizing that that's what they're doing. So what does that look like? I get them to talk about the good things in their life. Like I ask them, what is going, what is going well for you? Um, obviously, there are some techniques um, that I share with them. Like it's like bring your awareness to your heart center. Imagine an energy cord going up to the highest angelic realms. But that's when they're ready to really start trusting their intuition. All they know is their life isn't feeling good. They're trying to figure things out. So when people come to me and they're on their spiritual journey or they're just beginning their spiritual journey, they're looking for guidance, they're looking for support, they're, they're trying to figure things out. Um, and they've kind of forgotten, their soul has forgotten that they are actually connected. So I weave that into the conversation about how are, but how are you feeling? What are your emotions? What voices are you hearing? I know it sounds kind of a little woo-woo, but um, I really just, I teach them different angels that they can connect with, different emotions to become aware of. Um, you know, there's practicing what I call soul intending is really focusing on what, what have you attracted into your life. And then you think about what your intentions are, what, what else do you want to pull into your life? And then what is your next best step or what is that inspired action that you want to take? Some of us have heard about inspired action through Abraham. Um, Seth talks about it a lot as well, uh, two of my non-physical guides. Um, but it's really getting them to become aware of their emotional space. They're getting them to be yeah. aware of that self-talk. Mm -hmm. to begin with. Well, yeah, yeah it's, it's really critically important. And um, every, everyone listening to this podcast is totally into what uh, society at large would consider woo-woo or out yeah. there. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, and you okay. know what? I'm all about that. So we can talk about it if we want to. Perfect. <laughs> there, there we go. Well, yeah. as, as you were doing the introduction, um, I, I did some angel, I have angel blessing cards. And okay. the, the, the three, the, the messages and the blessings that received for this conversation were healing, enlightenment, and serenity. So okay. to me, that means this, this uh, conversation, the, the intention, we're, we're dedicating this to, to all, to, to heal in all places at all times, mm -hmm. which will allow then enlightenment, which is quite interesting because that's kind of enlightened world um so it's just to bring up some more uh enlightenment and then with that knowledge bring a sense of serenity or a sense of peace a sense of calm into one's into one's life so okay yeah well and and you know focusing on what is going well and getting into that mindset is, is something that's very very important. So you mentioned that you have uh, various techniques. When, when you work with people, you, you know, what, um, what, what have they said, or how do you know that they're making that connection? 
Right. Um, well, I always teach them um, what we call a heart link, angelic heart link. And um, it's really just getting them to bring their, their awareness to their heart center. And then imagine projecting a golden energy cord or a white cord, whatever cord feels color, feels right to them. But I guide them up through their throat, their third eye, crown chakra. And then I use the words into the highest um, angelic realm or the highest divinity that you can reach for. Okay. And at that point, yeah, I can tell that they're they're connected because they either smile or a tear forms because mm -hmm. the idea of reaching for something more reaching for the highest level of divinity or the highest level of angelic the angelic realm that they can reach at this time brings them that sense of inner confidence and strength and it it speaks to their soul as well that they have that ability and then I ask them to send, to, to, to send the feelings of love, of gratitude, of, you know, appreciation, just send that energy of love up the, the cord to that angel. And then they come back and, and they receive it 10 times, 100 times greater than what they received. And uh, that really puts them, and I'd let them practice a little bit of spiritual selfishness as well, where they they're just receiving and that's when i can tell that they're they're into that space now they're into the the receiving and practicing that that level of spiritual selfishness okay. um but the other thing um if they're really wanting to just talk about angels or talk about connecting with their intuition see most of the time my clients don't even realize that this is what i'm doing for them which is mm -hmm. why i'm being a little vague in some of the questions because I'm really teaching them how to be self-empowered, how to be more aware of their thoughts and their feelings. And the deeper we go into those conversations, the, the more fluid their thoughts become. They're not reaching for ideas or thoughts. You just, I just know, I just know that they are. Mm -hmm. sure. But if they're looking for those techniques, then I definitely offer these different types. Um, there's also nine healing angels that I can really lead them through. Um, so I teach a course called meet the meet the healing angels. And that's when I can really tell what they're receiving because I guide them through that the process of creating that that personal connection with each one of the nine angels. So at the okay. end of the at the end of the the meditative experience of experiencing an angel, um, we do a bit of a debrief. What were you thinking? What were you feeling? You know, what, what messages did you receive? What thoughts passed through your minds? All those types of things. And it gives them the confidence knowing that they, they receive something, right? That they're, they're starting to tap into their intuition. They're starting to trust what they're receiving a little bit more. So, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Is that Yes, this is a, it's very, very interesting um, within creating an angelic heart link. And really this is about helping people become more self-empowered. I mean, I just love that a lot of the time they're not even aware that you're doing it. Yeah. That's fun. Well, yeah. And when I talk to them about the angels or when I lead them through the class of the angels, um, I, I share with them their healing gifts, um, mm -hmm. but the mm -hmm. angels in general are here to help us heal our emotional, our emotional blockages to help us just 
move through what we're dealing with. But there's also messages where if you need guidance, how do you ask them for that guidance? How do you support, how do they reach for it themselves if it's not through a session through me? So I really teach them um, about the concept of gratitude and intention and, and getting clear on the question that they're asking okay. as well. I right? love this. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you used the term spiritual selfishness a, a couple of times a moment ago. Um, would you say some more about that and why sure. it's important? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's very similar to that analogy. You got to put your mask on first before you can help others in an airplane. Okay. Um, spiritual selfishness is there. There's this belief that we need to help others all the time. And really sometimes to the point where we're sacrificing our own well-being. And yes, we're all here to work for the greater good of all, but we're part of that greater good. So if we don't take care of ourselves, we're not contributing to that greater good for all. So for me personally, that spiritual selfishness is working on yourself first, the one piece that you can make the biggest difference Mm -hmm. towards the world. Because if you're peace, if you're calm, if you've received that healing, if you've received that enlightenment, that is projected in your aura and out to the others that are are, um, impacting you. It's that's that collateral impact that I, I use a lot. It's collateral impact, not collateral damage. But spiritual selfishness is really just allowing yourself to receive the energy of the divine, to receive that energy of love, of peace, of joy. Um, it opens you up to feeling that trust again, that spiritual pride, the freedom and faith. Uh, it brings in that energy of forgiveness, of safety, of protection. To me, that's what spiritual selfishness is, is allowing yourself to feel all of those loving, positive aspects of, of the human world. Right. Now, this is so important because we see so often that people are not, um, they're not, they don't feel worthy of receiving love, right. quite frankly. Right. And and when you open yourself up to this angelic wisdom, when you open yourself up to this higher connection, um, it's just when you're struggling with moving forward or you're struggling with, um, there's, there's a sense of withholding in your life or indecision or you're feeling a lot of rejection. Yeah. These are all things, pessimistic thoughts. These are all things that you can ask the angels, your inner self, to help you overcome mm-hmm. yeah. and and angels this is part of your your listeners will understand that while the angelic realm this is something how do i say this so we're it's all just one like there's there's this huge um energy surface that we're all we're all connected to and we're all part of that energetic frequency mm-hmm. Angels are part of that, but imagine a disco globe, uh, okay. a, a disco ball, yeah. and and it's it's a big disco ball, but there's different fragments d- depending on how the light hits. There's different colors. Angels are representative of all of those different aspects of it. So, um, to me, it's 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 so amazing that each one of like pink, blue, red, whatever, um, in this context, 
instead of colors, it's emotions, it's gifts, yeah. it's, it's support, it's healing that you can draw into. Um, and then the angels' names um, really help our human mind bring into context that, that bigger source that's available to us, that, that source that we're connected to. Yeah, yeah, I, I love the image of a disco ball. So I think that that will really connect with well with pretty much everybody. Yeah, and, and the yeah. colors. Yeah, that's yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Well, so you know, I know that there are a lot of people out there that are curious about this very topic, and so many people have had kind of non-physical experiences, it can take a lot of forms. It might be a download at three or four o'clock in the morning or some kind of energetic experience. And, and what would you say to the to people that um, are having these, but mm. don't know where to turn? They don't know who to talk to about it. Yeah, well, pick the phone up and talk to me. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, but, yes. but I, get, I, get, I get what you're saying. Um, really, when you're receiving those hits, know that it means that you're ready to, to elevate to the next level, that mm -hmm. your soul is ready to evolve, to expand, and to grow. And it also, to me, it means that you're stepping outside of what we call the human ego. Uh, it, it's allowing yourself to think more than just your your personal self. Yeah. So when you come to uh, reconciliation or awareness that if you're receiving these guides and you're receiving these hits from the angels, one, that your energetic frequency is clear enough to hear it. Um, mm -hmm. And it usually indicates that um, there's, there's something in that you're ready to start sharing with the world, what you know, start mm -hmm. stepping up, start contributing to the energetic piece of this world what we call the collective consciousness yeah, yeah um yeah but the other thing is is sometimes those downloads come so fast um and so so frequently mm -hmm. and so i help my my clients uh, and for me personally i started practicing the art of discernment and i've also started respectfully demanding that that energetic flow be slowed down at night. Uh -huh. So my human form can receive the eight hours of sleep that it needs. So, you know, in, in, in business class or in businesses where you're like, okay, that's an item we need to talk about, but we're just going to park it right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, yes. that's how I talk to my, my own angels, to my, my own intuition, to my higher self. It's like, okay, this information is coming down, but I'm not ready to receive it. I'm not ready to download it. So get it prepped, put it in the parking lot. And then when I'm ready to receive it, I'll open up my, my channel and it, it will come through. Because it's not always practical to have that connection, uh, you know, to, to be in that, that place of downloading your connection when you're trying to go through your day-to-day -day life. So. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, so many people have an experience where they'll, they'll have something like this happen and then be more or less unable to function the following day in the world because they're integrating this information. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really, in, I really like that you've, you've said that, well, you can put it in the parking lot as though you're at a professional seminar Wait, yeah. it's in the parking lot. Will we come to them? eventually yeah yeah or even like itunes or any other update mm -hmm. do you want to download only or download and install so oh, think yeah. about it that right i just yes. want the download 
park it and when I'm ready to install it, I'll click that button. Um, so it's it's really cool. Um, yeah, so that's it is. That's it one is of really the cool. Things. Yeah, it is. And, and here's a fun question. Why do you suppose this is happening to so many people right now? Yeah, well, there's been such a shift in, in consciousness. Um, there's a paradigm shift happening in the world. Um, mm -hmm. And people are starting to realize, really understand that we are all interconnected. I, I teach um, the Tao as well. So it's the elemental natures. Um, mm -hmm. People are starting to really understand that some, some people believe about the Feng Shui where clearing your energy in your space makes a big difference. Uh, full moon energies, being aware of that. Whatever you choose to believe is shifting your energetic mm -hmm. frequency. Um, but I just, I just think people are becoming more aware, like Abraham's messages are available 24 yeah. seven. And the one thing that I actually, when I'm listening to Abraham and Seth is my other non-physical guide. So Abraham and Seth are, are basically on that same level of frequency, their message, what, what higher source, higher wisdom is trying to universal source is trying to help humanity do is move faster through the yeah. human struggles so that we can evolve our souls um, so that we can move through the struggles and start to enjoy life. One of the very first messages that I received from the angels through a channel was, um, and now I realize this message applies to all, not just me, but it was so impactful when I received it. And it was, you have been struggling so much throughout your human life. And this is about 12 years ago when I received this message. Okay. You've been struggling, but your whole purpose here on life is to learn how to love, how to experience joy, how to experience um, inspiration and connection and abundance and prosperity. So, so it's time to stop reaching for those um, lessons that create you to learn how, what it means to struggle or to uh, the opposite of all of those emotions. And our souls are really in this earth carnation, I believe, we are all ready to start experiencing love and prosperity and growth and unconditional like non-judgment and just really move into that, that energy of support and freedom. And I think that's why we're seeing that shift now is because our souls are, our souls, we are eternal beings. I, I believe our, our souls are eternal. And I know for myself, I've received messages where you've mastered all of these lessons already. Mm, sure. You don't need to master those anymore. What you need to do is start enjoying your leading edge creators. You, okay. you can create anything that you want in this world. And it's our time, our soul's time. It's mm. our mission to make the world better and to shift that victim mindset into something bigger than we can imagine. Yeah. I don't know, some people would say similar to the Celestine prophecy where we don't need physical form to experience these things. Um, throughout my, my studies, I've, I've heard that some people believe that once you transcend, you don't have that personality with you anymore. You're just a soul. Others are like, it's, you just practice unconditional love. You, you don't have those judgments or those angers available to you anymore. Um, and I, I like to believe that that's true, um, but the ones that support us 
don't know, I've also heard this belief that the, the angels or souls or guides, they don't know what's right or wrong. They just know that this is something that's going to support you through it, right? So for me, I've started asking the angels to help me practice living in a constant state of gratitude, to um, bring more uh, joy and enlightenment into my life instead of asking for how do I make this better, right? Mm-hmm. How, yeah. how, do I, how do I change this? Right. To help yeah. 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 There's so many different ways that this is showing up. And and yeah, it's really interesting because so many people are having these experiences. Now, you mentioned your first experience was 12 years ago, your first message. Were you surprised or taken aback by that? And this is kind of the really cool thing. My intellect was surprised, but my soul felt at peace. Sure. If that makes sense. It was like, totally. oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my, my, my mission or my, my purpose in this world is to practice being unconditional love and having more than I need, like abundance and prosperity and serenity. And like, that's my whole purpose here is to, to have more than I need. It was so liberating to hear that message that I didn't need. My purpose on this earth wasn't to struggle anymore my purpose on life was to enjoy it and that was just such a liberating uncovering our awareness Um, but I struggled with it a little bit but internally I knew that was exactly why I was here and I was like I can finally stop struggling like it was that I don't need to keep reaching for that struggle anymore because that's not what I'm yeah well, yeah, it sounds like a relief. And and so many people have had these experiences all of their lives. So when you were young, did you have anything that, that possibly foreshadowed this or led up to it? Yeah, I uh, was one of those kids that stared into space quite a bit. And I go to the end of the street or the end of the lane and I'd sit in the grass and I look at the clouds and stuff. And I also muttered to myself a lot, like I was talking to myself, or I thought I was talking to myself a lot, but I realized now I was, you know, just what went 20, hindsight is 2020, right? But um, yeah, I just like could for sort of foresee is like when the buzzing of the lines were going, it's like, I don't, the, the, you know, those, uh, electrical lines that mm-hmm. are above us and pass the energy I could whenever sure. I was near them I could I could hear the energy flowing through it right I, and I right. said I said one day I'm going to figure out where that sound is coming from or work more about learn more about energy and and how that all works so I was so for the first for 23 years I actually worked for an electric company oh okay so I learned the the tangible concept of where electricity comes from interesting but in this last part um i've learned more about the energy around us and within us so mm-hmm. i knew that i was going to be studying energy i just didn't realize 
to okay. what form I was going to be studying yeah. energy, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, that's very, yeah. very interesting that you had all that experience with an electrical company figuring out how it, it takes, well, I mean, how it takes form really in the physical mm. world and powers everything. And all, most of us just are, are happy when the lights are on or we take it for granted and we only recognize yeah. it when they go out. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah so um and the i i, I lived in um manitoba so mm, we okay. used water to form electricity the energy mm. of water okay. from from the dams and as i've learned now water um is one of the elements of the dow mm -hmm. and when we're collapsed and we're not using the the energy of water properly we were experiencing a lot of indecision Okay, right. A lot right, of, right. but when we're in, when we're seeing water or energy from the more expansive view, we're very decisive. We know exactly what we need to do. We're not struggling to find the answer. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of, um, when people start to become, you ask, how do I know that they're tapping intuition? Decisiveness yeah. comes into play. Okay. Certainty mm. comes into play yes. as well. So they start to become more trusting and more generous and their their personality is just a little more positive it's not as pessimistic as it mm -hmm. used to be sure so, yes yeah. well and and this uh, for the then 12 years ago you, you had your first message and uh, you intellectually weren't sure but your soul knew 100 mm -hmm. percent so since then, then you've mentioned that you have a couple of non-physical guides, Seth being one and Abraham the other. Yes. So uh, would you say some more for those that aren't maybe familiar with Abraham and Seth about um, who, the, who these guides are and how they help yeah. you? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, um, they're, they're from that same frequency and they're the non-physical guides that are really helping humanity overcome those emotional blockages that are mm -hmm. preventing us from living our biggest lives. Um, and so when I'm listening to Abraham or I'm receiving messages from Seth, it's a reminder that this is stuff I already know. It's just a way of them delivering, reminding us of what we've learned in our past lifetimes. Okay, yeah. And. Uh, and it's also providing us with that because I, I want to believe that the source of like, it's, it's not just messages from these and what we we were labeling them as Abraham or Seth. Right, right. They're, they're just elements of the universal source. Mm -hmm. but sure. That, that level, that frequency is all about raising humanity's awareness to what their potential is and what they're possible of. So for me, knowing that those are the teachings that are really coming into my, into my world and those are the ones that, I wouldn't say I'm channeling them yet, okay. but um, I, I, one of my biggest, one of my mentors, she channels Seth. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to talk with him through her. Um, so she it's full on, as far as I'm concerned, face to face with Seth. And um, he's like, eventually, if you do the work and you start to dig deeper and you start to write more, and this is what I want you to write about, mm -hmm. then I'll be able to share with you more about 
what we're what humanity needs to hear to move okay. forward. All right. But I also want to share that these non-physical guides and these angels, as much as they're here to remind us of what we already learned or what we need to remember to elevate humanity at the next level, mm-hmm. the way we look at them in awe, they look at us in awe the same way. Interesting. Because okay. we're the ones having those life experiences. They're up in the universal source and they're like, okay, we're observing, we're watching, we're, we're learning from you guys. Um, so the more that the more lifetimes that we have, the more we're, we're reminding them about all of the positive good lives and bad lives, but they want to see what it's like to live a fully positive life. And they're encouraging humanity to start living that way. So when we do come back, we're just in a much more positive space and there's not all these struggles all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's certainly something that characterizes life in the world is yeah. a, a yo-yo. You're feeling great. You're feeling not great. Those ebbs and flows. <laughs> yes, yeah. without a doubt. Now, yeah. you mentioned a moment ago that you have a, a directive of sorts to write. So are you able to share at this point what you are to write? About. Yeah, I, in, in general, I'm still digging deeper into it. Okay. Um, but yes, absolutely. Emotional divination is mm. finding that, that space within yourself so that you really have the awareness of what you're feeling. Like, do you feel that you're safe and protected? Do you feel powerlessness? Um, are you on the, the, the love aspect of the emotions, contentment, satisfied love? Or are you feeling more disconnected and unresponsive to the world around you, those types of things. But it's it's all about putting that in context, looking at the bigger picture, recognizing that it's bigger than ourselves. And um, one of my, one of the lessons that I'm here to learn is really not to sweat the small stuff. So okay. I, I yeah. have a little bit of uh, germaphobes or, or pre-obsession with germs. And um, so I asked, I said, why am I so obsessed or why am I so focused in on this when I'm in my collapsed energy? And what he said is that's one of the last lessons you need to learn in this lifetime okay. so that you can evolve and take the next step. Gotcha. And he says, to do that, you need to vote writing about putting things in context Mm. so it's where do you want to expend your energy where do you want to shift your focus where do you want to because you're spending so much time wasting thinking about all of these things that could potentially harm you that you're actually draining your energy and not redirecting it to the goodness and all of the good around you so okay uh, my directive is to really help people understand that context and and put mesh it with that emotional divination and connect it with their their thoughts and their feelings and and who they're meant to be in this world and bringing okay. it all together how they're yeah. meant to be because mm-hmm. and I thank you for asking that because there is a difference a lot of us still think we need to be doing stuff doing yes. doing doing. Mm-hmm. But really, we're here to be. We're here to be just right. the beingness of it all. 
So part of that is just being aware of how you're showing up in the world. How are you contributing to the collective consciousness? How are you bringing yeah. joy into your own life and to other lives? How are you taking that action out of inspiration instead of desperation? Are you operating from an abundant mindset instead of a reactive mindset or a victim mindset? Are you experiencing financial serenity or financial distress? Those types of putting all of that into context mm -hmm. is really what I'm helping my clients do. And okay. I'm supposed to help humanity figure out. I love it. Yeah. Is that well, the, too bold of me to ask to say? Oh, no, there's no, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing, um, there's nothing really that's too bold or too audacious when we're talking about truth. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I what I just said, that's a little bit of ego coming in. It's like, should I be saying this out loud already? Or should I yes. be living it a little bit more before I talk about it? But Both. it's time to I talk say. about it. It's time to talk about it. People yeah. need to hear this information. And it's part of the it's part of our healing process mm -hmm. as individuals, as an as as humanity as a whole. It so, is. I, yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. That's exactly why we're here. That's exactly why this podcast is going on right now. That's exactly why you, the listeners, are listening to it. And we do thank you for yes, that. Yes, we do. Thank you. <laughs> totally. Yes. So, you know, with emotional divination, it's awareness then of, of one's own feelings. Um, for people that aren't familiar with that term, what else is involved with that? Well, first you have to make the decision to choose to be feel something different than what you're experiencing right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, you it's do. For, it, it is choice. <laughs> yeah. We in every moment and every day, and I think I talked a little bit about this in the other uh, show that we did, the other conversation that we had. Yes. Is every day we have a choice. We have choices, but we also have to choose to feel better instead of worse. So the very first step in emotional divination is choice. You have to choose to feel better. You, you have to say, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Yeah. I want something different than what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. That's the first step of emotional definition saying enough's enough. I don't want to feel this way. I don't feel good enough. I'm tired of living this way. I don't want to have this life anymore. It's that choice, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what I want to clarify when I say I don't want this life anymore, that doesn't mean I want to end my life. I want to be gone. It just means right. I want to have a different experience, a different reality than the one yeah. I'm currently experiencing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to live life. I just don't want to live it this way anymore. Right. Exactly. I want to live in a more happy way. Mm -hmm. so that's the, fir the first yes. thing is choice. Yeah. You have to make the decision that you want something other than what you have, what you're currently experiencing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that yeah. really is the foundation of all of this. So Carrie Ann, you've got so much to, to offer people in terms of accessing their intuition and living this more peaceful, more abundant and, and purposeful life. That's the word that comes to my mind right away is purposeful. So if someone were to want to work with you further, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? They can go to my website, which is whitelightmetaphysical.com. So white light, as you traditionally know how to spell them with the G-H-T, not I-T, and metaphysical, the word metaphysical.com. And then at the top of the 
top right hand corner of the button um, of the page, you'll see a button that says find your best path or find okay. your journey or start your journey. And that's the best place to start is to say, yes, I want to find my path. I want to find something different. I'm, I'm ready to start my journey. Okay. That's a choice that you're making to click on that button. Yes. And then submit and then book a time with me to, to mm -hmm. start discovering what this next best path is for you, that, right. that next choice. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I love the emphasis on choice and decision. And again, for the listeners, it's whitelightmetaphysical.com. And we've made reference to another show here a couple of times. And this is a companion show. We're releasing them right here today at the same time. And in the first show, we talked about the really wonderful wonderful teaching of soul path. So you want to listen to not just one, but both of these. And again, for any of this information or working with Carrie Ann directly, it's whitelightmetaphysical.com. So I really want to thank you for joining me again here today. And this has been so educational for me. I've learned a great deal about what's involved in all of this and your own personal experience, which I know people were real curious about because everybody's got lots of different yeah. experiences here. So uh, yeah, before we wrap up, um, what else would you like to say to folks that, that uh, might be curious about all of this? Mm -hmm. Well, I, there's a few things. Um, <laughs> there's always, I could talk that's about cool. this forever. Well, but, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, one of the things is I talked about the angelic heart link, but there's also human heart links. Okay. So we can send our energy to other humans, to other yeah. people. Right. And with the intention, and I do this in one of the uh, healing circles uh, where we connect to the world angel grid, where we actually send the, in, the intention of connecting to every single human being in the world and we okay. send we we get that angelic heart link going and then we send it out to all so that every single being in all four corners of the of the of the world of the universe can receive that angelic energy and and mm -hmm. we have we all have the ability to do that and gotcha. i guide them i guide them through that session um but okay. the other thing is just when you've got the power and you can not just ask the angels, and this is so important, not just ask the angels or your non-physical guides. I, I'm shying away from the word angels okay. and more mm -hmm. non-physical guides because yeah, yeah. there's, there's obviously the nine angels that really help us anchor and start to develop that relationship with the divine, with the angelic wisdom. But gotcha. there's ascended masters, there's light keepers, there's guides, there's ancestors. Um, there's so many different ways or words that we can use. And that's why I choose the word non-physical guide rather than connecting okay. to their angels or connecting to yeah. source or whatever. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's super important to understand and just know that you don't have to ask for support sometimes you just need to thank them so in, in one of my, mm -hmm. in, in my personal journey in the morning i would say invite them to join their energy with mine so that i could clear all these energetic okay. blockages that i was having yeah and really focus in on sharing my creative expression or you know 
discovering that life is bigger than just myself, all of these different ways, uh, helping me uh, disconnect or clear my illusion of separation from Mm -hmm. the divine. So in the morning, I would ask for that support. But in the evening, I would thank them for giving me that support. So that puts me into a state of gratitude as well, right? So yeah, beautiful. Because when we're always when we're always asking it puts us in that sense of and we've talked about law of attraction the more you're reaching for something it indicates that you have a lack of it right so if we're always asking for more support for more protection for more safety for more guidance it's 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 subconsciously sending the message that we don't have that in our life already so we really need to be aware of what we've already attracted into our life, what we've already brought into our lives, what we right. already have good in our lives, mm-hmm. and then and then ask for additional support. That uh, to me is is the way that you do it. So I love it. And my evening, the way I see it is the nighttime is the start of reconnecting. And in the morning, <laughs> that's when you sort of start the day from a clean and clear space because okay. you've been sleeping in that energy of gratitude. And you're like, okay, what are we going to do today? And you ask from that inspired in that in that clean and clear place before all of the other stuff starts to happen throughout the day. Yeah, I love that. And we really have come full circle to something that we mentioned earlier in the show, and that's helping people to connect to their intuition without their knowing that that's what's going on. And here here we are. And so for those of you that would like to work with Carrie Ann more directly, again, whitelightmetaphysical.com is her website. And well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me again today. You're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's always so much fun, guys. Well, Carrie Ann and I have known each other for a little while. And uh, well, we're, we're friends outside of here. So, you know, she's going to uh, probably tease me in just a moment when we get done <laughs> with this broadcast. But I want to thank all of you for tuning in. This has been Decide to Transform with Reverend Carrie Ann Barron. And again, whitelightmetaphysical.com is her website to connect with her and find out how you all might be able to work with her further and connect to your own intuition, your own non-physical guides for a more purposeful life. So thank you, thank you for joining us here today.